Good morning. Welcome to Christ Church. We're glad that you are here today. This is, uh, this is an exciting day because it is my anniversary with Joy. We've been married, we've been married 70 years today. She, she's been married 35 years, I've been married 35 years, hopefully. But uh, she's the love of my life and we're celebrating today, so that's, uh, that's exciting. Um, also, we are in the midst of a series called Reach One. It's the goal for 2020. We'll be talking a little bit more about that. But uh, right now, we get to celebrate the baptism. This, uh, uh, it will be the second baptism we've had in a row, and both of the, both of the children's names, middle name was Michelle. We had Sarah Michelle, and this is Lisa Michelle. Is that correct? Well, Lisa, are you ready to bring up your parents for baptism to watch you get baptized? What a pretty dress. Now, even though Lisa's family is here and her mother and father are here and that they will be making some commitments, you as the family of faith make commitments as well. So I will have a question for, for you as well. Brendan and Jennifer. Through the sacrament of baptism, we are initiated into Christ's holy church. We are incorporated into God's mighty act of salvation and given new birth through the water and the spirit. And all this is God's gift offered to us without price. And you are now presenting this wonderful, precious Lisa Michelle for baptism. And on behalf of the whole church, I ask you, do you confess Jesus Christ as your Savior and put your whole trust in his grace and promise to serve him in love, uh, as, as promise to serve him as your, your Lord in union with the church which Christ has opened to people of all ages, nations, and races, as Charles said I do? And will you nurture this child in Christ's holy church that by your teaching and example she may be guided to accept God's grace for herself and profess her faith openly and lead a Christian life? Family of faith. Christ's body, the church. Do you reaffirm both your rejection of sin and your commitment to Christ? If so, say we, we do. And will you nurture one another in Christian faith and life and include Lisa now before you in your care. If so, say we will. Heavenly Father, pour out your Holy Spirit to bless this gift of water and the one who is to receive it, to wash away sin, to clothe her in righteousness throughout her whole life, that dying and being raised with Christ, she may share in Jesus' final victory. All praise to you, Eternal Father, through your Son, Jesus Christ, who with you and the Holy Spirit lives and reigns forever.
I'd like you to look out there and see your church family. We've made a commitment to live before you a life that will help you grow in Jesus Christ. And they're going to get a better look at you because I'm going to, if you'll let me, I'm going to take you down there so they can see you. And while I'm doing that, they're going to sing a song to you. Family, would you like to come up here and join us? Still one more thing to do. And let's all just reach out and, and touch, touch Lisa. The Holy Spirit work within you and being born through the water and spirit you may be a faithful disciple of Jesus Christ. Amen. Through baptism and through, uh, through baptism, Lisa, you are incorporated in, by the Holy Spirit into God's new creation and made to share in Christ's royal priesthood. We all are one in Christ. With joy and thanksgiving, we welcome you as a part of the family of Christ. We're going to applaud for you. Is that okay? And Lisa, up here on the altar are a couple of things. One is a prayer shawl that was made for you. And uh, it's uh, about the size of a baby blanket. So there you go. And the certificate of baptism. Now, this is also your baptism candle. And maybe this afternoon, your family could light this candle and then put it away for a year. Next year, do the same thing on this date. And all throughout your growing years, perhaps they will take this out every, every year to remind you of your baptism. Is that okay? You're awesome. High five. Low five? <laughs> You want to hold that? Okay. If you look in your bulletin, you'll see that we have several, several announcements there. And we, one of the things we have, we have several Bible studies coming up. And I'd like to call Jan Nargan forward, and she can tell us about one of the Bible studies. Ooh, careful, Jan. 
morning. So now we can rejoice in our wonderful relationship with God because Jesus Christ, our Savior, has made us friends of God. <clears throat> and that's the title of this class that um, Karen Robertson and I uh, invite you to come to. Um, this is not a traditional Bible study. This is more a spiritual experience. And I hope that you will come and uh, enjoy it as I did as I co-taught with Dean last fall for this class. Now this class is, um, like I said, it's not a traditional Bible study. It's really, it's designed for people who have had a relationship with God for many, many years. It's also for people who are new believers, uh, who are searching and want to uh, deepen their relationship with God. And finally, it's for the not yet believers who uh, actually question the e even the existence of God. And I have three reasons why you should come. First of all, it's fun. I know on these cold winter nights, it's kind of not everybody wants to come out. I myself am not a morning person, so I like the evenings. But I promise you, you'll warm up and you'll enjoy meeting with friends and, uh, and really meeting God as, a, as your friend. Second of all, it's not too late. <laughs> We're going to start our first session this coming Wednesday in the Good Sheep Room at 6 o'clock on Wednesday nights. And then we'll meet, uh, have first and second session this Wednesday. And then we'll meet for 10 more weeks. Um, and then the third reason to come is because it's God's idea. He wants you to come. He calls us friends. So I hope you'll come. Thanks. Call the praise team up as we pray. Lord God, thank you for this opportunity to worship you. I ask that you would be with us through this worship. May it be one that glorifies you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. This morning as we gather, to gather as a people of God, to praise him, to give him thanks. We just had a baptism. What a wonderful thing to see a new life touched by his spirit. Let's stand and give thanks to the Lord, our God and King. Two, three, four. His love endures. Give thanks to the Lord, our God and King. His love endures forever. For he is good, he is above all things. His love
sing out his love endures forever his love endures forever all oh, sing it out his love endures forever his love endures forever forever his love his love endures forever his love endures forever his love endures forever forever so thankful to be in your house, Lord, and we come from many places in life, Lord. Some of us are rejoicing and dancing on hilltops because of your presence in our lives and because of wonderful things that have happened to us, and today we just come together rejoicing. But Lord, there's those of us who have come together, and, and we just need your touch to just make it through this day. Lord, however we come to this place, we realize that you are there to meet us at our need. You're there to break down the walls to touch our lives. We thank you for Jesus because as Jesus came and lived for each one of us, he became sin that we might not be punished for our sin, Lord, but be saved. And Lord, um, today's scripture, it says that Christ still, um, Christ loved us. He came to die for us. And I think when we come to a point of where we can say, Jesus came for me. He came so that I could live. Lord, that's when the wall comes down and we know that we're living and being in your presence. You became all we needed, Lord. He became sin who knew no sin that we might become his righteousness humbled himself and carried the cross love so amazing love so amazing yeah. Jesus Messiah name above
Bless the Lord, oh my soul, oh my soul, worship his holy name, sing like never before, oh my soul, I worship your holy name. God's people said, 
Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Kids, you uh, you can be dismissed in the back. They're waiting for you in the back. And also, at this time, we have an opportunity to continue our worship by by giving back to God some of what He has given to us. So let's pray for this offering as we receive the tithes and offerings. Lord God, I thank you and I praise you for all that you've given to us. And now, as an act of worship, we return to you our, our tithes and offerings and ask that you further your kingdom work. In Jesus' name I pray. Nobody loves me like you do, Jesus. Morning, I see you in the sunrise every morning. It's like a picture that you've painted for me. A love letter in the Story. I could have had a really different story, but you came down from heaven to restore me, forever save my life. Nobody loves me like you love me, Jesus. I stand in all of your amazing ways. I worship you as long as I am breathing. Nobody loves me like you. Nobody loves me like you. Mountain. Mountains, you're breaking down the weight of all my mountains. Even when it feels like I'm surrounded, you never leave my side. Oh, nobody loves me like you love. Nobody loves me like you. Oh, what a song to sing. Oh, what a song to sing. Oh, what a song.
Take a moment and just pray to the one who loves you for a minute. Lord God, we thank you. We thank you for sending your son into this world because of your love for us. The sacrifice he made on the cross. How could we ever repay? Yet, Lord, we ask that you guide us, empower us to to do your will, uh, your, your, your will in this world. Each one of us, Lord, has come from a different path to get here, but we are here as your body to worship you. We thank you for the, the life of Lisa Michelle her being baptized today, knowing that you will be with her in wonderful ways throughout her life. Lord, not only have you, you called us to pray for our own needs and to praise you, but also to lift up praises and prayer concerns of others as they come to mind. So hear these names as we lift them to you. Lord, I ask that you hear all these spoken prayers, but also the prayers of our hearts, answering them in the wisest ways as we pray the prayer that you taught us to pray, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Many of you that were here last week, you'll remember that we had a special prayer time and also a, a request to send a valentine to, to Kelly Burns, who was at the Mayo Clinic and um, was in, the, in need of a, a heart and lung transplant. Kelly went to her heavenly home on Monday, and her visitation was today, which had Esther dolls from one to five, and also the funeral will be here tomorrow at 10.30. Uh, Rick, her father, uh, is an active member of our 10.35 service here, so uh, please remember them in your prayers, and if you, if you have a, a moment, come to the service or at least to the visitation, and, and uh, let them know that you're, you're from the Christ Church family. I want you to know that you matter to God. You matter. Um, believe it or not, I matter. I, someone this morning um, took a look at my shirt and my tie and said, Are you colorblind? <laughs> well, no. This is my, I guess, feeble attempt at being Valentini on my anniversary and also so close to Valentine's Day. But I want you to uh, want you to know that we are we are loved by God in an incredible way. And that's why you matter. And I want to show you that in the scripture passage that we're going to read. It's from Romans 5.8 and it is one of the two passages of scripture that are theme verses for the year. 
The other one is 2 Timothy 2.2. 2. Uh, you can uh, look at that. That was we, we talked about that last week. This week we're going to be talking about Romans 5.8. So here are these words. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. May the Lord add his blessing to the reading and hearing of his holy word. Let's pray. Lord God, speak to us through your holy word. And may this witness to your word be faithful. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. This Valentine's Day, did, you, did y'all have fun on Valentine's Day doing different things? One thing we, we do is we try to have a Valentine's Day to celebrate, or a Valentine event to celebrate just the love of Jesus Christ in our life. For anybody who'd like to come, and we did that uh, on Valentine's Day in the evening, and we had it over at the Family Life Center. We had a lot of fun. Uh, we played some games, and one of the games that Pam Partridge, Partridge had us play was she gave us a, a bunch of straws with Q-tips, and then she put a pan on each table, and she said, now what you do is you, 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 you put the, the Q-tip in, a straw, in the straw, and you try to shoot it into the pan. Well, it seemed like a good idea at the time. Do you know how effective as a projectile that Q-tip is when you put it in a straw and blow on it? And everything was fine until I started getting bombarded by Q-tips. You know, as sweet as I am, can you imagine people hitting me with those Q-tips? Yeah, yeah. But it was fun. It was a, it was a, fun, a fun time. And... Uh, uh, you know, Valentine's Day, there was this, uh, this young man who was walking through the woods on Valentine's Day, contemplating life. He met this old wood gnome. And this old wood gnome said, young man, be very careful. If you step on any of the purple mushrooms in this forest, you will be forced to marry the ugliest person in the world. So he continued on very carefully through the woods. He got through the woods. Fortunately, he did not step on a single purple mushroom. But then he looked behind him, and there was this very, very beautiful woman with a kind of a frustrated look on her face, walked up to him out of the woods and said, we got to get married. Well, why? She said, I stepped on one of those pesky little purple mushrooms. Now, that was, that was a good Valentine's Day for the guy. Not so good for the girl, but for the guy, it was a good Valentine's Day. But I want to talk to you today about the greatest Valentine of all time. We read about it. God's love for us. We read about it in John 3.16. You know that verse, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. God loved us that much. Now, some of you may be sitting there going, oh, that, that sounds good, but you don't know me. You don't know what I've done. You don't know where I've been. God could not love me that much to forgive me. That's why I like what happens in the very next verse, John three seventeen, where it says, For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. That's how much God loves you. Do you know what that means? It means you matter. You matter to God. And he loves you. How much do you matter? Let's look again at Romans 5. This time, let's look at and put, it, put that one verse in context. Let's read a few verses above it and a few ber- verses below it, starting with Romans 5, verse 6, and go into verse 10. This is where Paul seeks to tell us how much we matter to God. He says, you see, at just the right time, while we were still sinners, or still powerless, 
Christ died for the ungodly. Very rarely will anyone die for a righteous person, though a, for a good person someone might possibly dare to die, and this is it. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And then after verse 8, it says, Since we have, since we, since we have now been justified by his blood, how much more shall we be saved from God's wrath through him. For if, while we were God's enemies, we were reconciled to him through the death of his son, how much more, having been reconciled, shall we be saved through his life? You see, there it is. How are we supposed to respond to that kind of love? A love like that does demand a response. It does. The response is simple. We respond with our lives, with all we are, our lives. Because he died for me, I'm going to live for him. You get it? Because he made it possible for me to go to heaven when I die, I'm going to spend the rest of my life living for him. That's what we all should be doing. Now, it's like a love letter that you're writing to God. And then at the end, you put a P.S. And the P.S. says, Thank you, God. I love you. But the P.S. is the rest of your life. And it's basically saying, This is what I'm going to do the rest of my life to prove my love to you. To live for you. Now, you know, as, as uh, members of Christ Church, those of you who've joined, you promise to uphold the church by five things. Your prayers, your presence, your gifts, your service, and your witness. Those five things. And I want to I pick up where we left off last week, because it, it, it does deal with those five things. But uh, if you remember from the bookmark, many of you got last week, we can get you some more if you want. It has the reach one goal on it. But I want to show you how, how it can be exponential uh, today. And uh, if you remember, just a review, when we have uh, Reach One, we have as steps 1, 10, 100, and then today we're going to be talking about 1,000 and, and on up. But if you remember one, what would happen if, if, if we would each one reach one? You know, I bet we could change a community for Jesus Christ. And that's why for the one, we're going to try to start a new church in Carbon Cliff. We have the building, it's been remodeled, and this year we're going to try to start worship services in Carbon Cliff because they desperately need a church. And then the 10, if you remember the 10, is not everybody comes inside the church building, so why don't we go to them? Why don't we have outposts, mission outposts, around the, uh, the community of the Quad Cities? And you may be called to lead one of those. And so we'll be learning more about that next week, next uh, 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 Sunday afternoon. We'll have a, have a workshop, and we'll be learning about how we can do those mission outposts and some other things for the Reach One goal. But uh, um, uh, incidentally, our, our district superintendent will be here as well, uh, and he'll be, be preaching next week. And then 100. What about the 100? Well, how about 100 members taking the one-on-one -on -one challenge. Now, last week I asked you to pray about your willingness to do this. This week I'm going to ask you to pray specifically for names of people. Lord, bring to me the name of someone I know that needs Jesus in their lives. It may be, it may be more than one. You know, you may come up with the ten most wanted, but it would be taking those names and begin to pray daily, every day, for, for those people. That's, that's the next step, is begin to pray for them. Now, today I want to talk about this exponential reach one, up to 1,000. We plan to have over 1,000 hours of ministry in the new Family Life Center. That means that we plan to actually have well over opportunities 
to reach the community through using their Family Life Center, where Jesus Christ will be glorified and his name will be spoken. Then along with, with uh, uh, that, we have 10,000. And, and what I want to uh, point out is that the, the 10,000 is 10,000 ministry touches. In other words, our outreach of Christ Church. Do you think we could have 10,000 ministry touches? How, how many think we could do that? I hope so. Because I was handed a, a, a sheet here, and this is uh, from a, a dear lady, a great leader in our church. Her name is Teresa Sachs. She leads the, the, uh, uh, um, the outreach team. And every year she does a, a review, and this is the 2019 review. Are you ready for this? This is how many points of contact, ministry touches, that we had by our outreach ministry in 2019. Open Hearts Cafe served 50 weeks throughout the year. 5,000 people touches. Tutoring program, 20 touches. Silva's fire, fire, Fighters Dinner in Silva, 16. Food Pantry, 29,280. Adam Fest, 1,000. Haiti Missions trip, Trips, 2. Mexico Mission, 50. Glenview Stars Night, 600. Silva's 5K Run and Moonlight Parade, 8,250. Glenview Backpack Night, 400. East Moline Fright Night, 300. Trunk or Treat. Remember Trunk or Treat? Were you here? We had, we had over 700 people in the building. Angel Tree, 120. East Moline Holiday Parade, 500. Thanksgiving Dinner, 200. Christmas in Silvis, 400. Total, 46,000. 838. I think we could do 10,000 this year, don't you? Yeah. Exponential jump from 10,000 to 100. 100,000. What can we do with that? How about 100 prayers lifted up by the people of Christ Church? 100 prayers. Now think about that. We prayed for different people as names were lifted up, right, in this worship service. And if you earnestly were praying for them, those are a lot of prayers. We have many people who are willing to take the prayer requests weekly that you fill out, and there's usually over 50, and pray for those prayers, those 50 prayers every week. And if you would like to be a part of that team, Give the office your email, and they will send those prayers to you. So that there's another way that you can be praying. Also, as you join this church, you promise to uphold it by your prayers, presence, gift, service, and witness. The prayers, we say, you should be praying daily, every day. You should, that's just 365 times of prayer for each member of the church. You see how it would be very easy for us to actually reach that 100,000 Prayers. Now, is prayer significant? I, I, recent, I just asked you about praying for the one you're going to reach. And maybe even praying for the ten most wanted. You know, if you come up with ten. Praying daily. What happens if you earnestly pray? Well, I'd like to call up Melissa Johnson and have her tell us a little bit about uh, how, she, how she would uh, uh answer that question about prayer. Um, Linda and I have been blessed to uh, be friends with Roger and Joy for actually about 30 years. We started out in ministry together out in Geneseo. About 28 years ago, a long time ago, um, Roger discipled me. And one of the first things he asked me to do was a 10 most wanted list. And, that, and so I started praying over my list and Ten people that didn't know Christ, and I started praying for them. And some of those people were around me, and some of them were across the country, and I knew I was not going to have any contact with them, so I prayed for God to bring people into their lives. And um, it, it was years. Some of them, it happened right away, but I eventually uh, had to make a new list. 
because all 10 of those people came to Christ and that. And um, so I'm, I continue to do that 28 years later. I still have my top 10. I keep it in my Bible and that. And sometimes I have to add new names in that. And so um, it's a simple thing, it can seem like, but uh, God can do great things with it. And I'm just one person. And so I just encourage you to do it. After 100,000 comes a million, one million. Well, the one million step that we're wanting to make is to work off paying a significant part of that one million dollar debt that we have on the New Family Life Center. And please, please don't leave here saying, well, that's all they ever talked about is money. Because that's not true. Most of the time we don't even mention money, and I probably should because Jesus talked about it a lot. And it's significant and important that we have enough to run the church and also pay for the new building. So it's important for us to be understanding that our giving is one of the five things, prayers, presence, gifts, service, and witness. And uh, we want to, we want to uh, continue pay off that new building so we can move on to other things, so it's not weighing over our heads. Now, just where are we with paying off this new building? Well, I'm glad you asked. I'd like to call up Dave Brandt, and he's going to tell us. Let's welcome Dave. We continue to make very good progress toward our goal of $3.4 million to pay for the Family Life Center. As of January 31st, total contributions are $1,949,317. This is an increase of more than $205,000 since our grand opening last September. Thank you so much for your contributions. We formally kicked off the five-year campaign just 18 months ago, and we are in very good shape at this point. Early contributions have reduced the anticipated loan amount and are now enabling payments toward loan principal, which reduces the total interest paid over the life of the loan. The final payment for the building construction will be settled in the next few weeks. This will conclude withdrawals on the loan required to pay for the building construction. In March, we will begin reporting the mortgage principal amount and start to count that down to zero. The campaign team is continuing to work on raising funds for the buildings, the building, the furnishings, and landscaping. A few key items that we're planning for 2020 include a campaign drive with new church members, a garage sale scheduled for May 1st and 2nd to support furnishings for the building, and a craft and vendor show on October 17th to support landscaping. The team is working on additional fundraisers and we will provide more information as plans solidify. Thanks again for your support of God's vision for the Family Life Center and for sharing the love of Christ in our community. Thanks. Thank you. I, you know, I, I just I want to I want to stress today how when God is involved, the one begins to multiply exponentially. You know, uh, I have a pen. Whoop! I had a penny. I dropped it. This is penny. The lowest common denominator, right? If you take, if you take uh, 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 a million pennies, that's ten thousand dollars, which is one percent of the million-dollar goal, right? Interesting thing about a penny is if you were to snap stack, like this way or this way, uh, a, a million pennies on top of each other or next to each other it would be almost a mile. It would be like 0.944 tenths of a mile. Interesting thing is that if you were to 
walked the walking track in the, in the uh, Family Life Center for a full mile, it would be 19 and a half, 19 and a half miles. Therefore, if we were to get a million pennies and line them up around it, we'd have to go around the, the walking track 19 times. Do you think that we could raise by collecting pennies, having our kids and just extra change in your pocket, do you think we could raise one million pennies by the end of the year? I think we can. I'm, will, I'm willing to start it. Right here. I, you know, I go home, and Joy does too, I think, and uh, at the end of the day, we, we take the change out of our pocket, and we put it in a bowl. Um, and it, it adds up. And so last night, I, I counted the change. You know what I came up with? 4,831 pennies. Now, that's a good start. We only need 995,169 pennies left. Piece of cake, folks. Are you ready to do this? Now, your task, should you decide to accept it, is to begin to save your change and bring it each week to church and have your kids do the same thing. Have them bring change. And we're going we're gonna to start every week collecting pennies. And it could be change uh, for, for uh, 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 just, a, just a thing to remind us that, that that's a 1%. But just think, one penny, if we each keep Getting that one penny would be a million pennies, which would be one percent of the ten, uh, of the the one million. Folks, we can do this. It's it, and and for those of you who would like, I'm not forcing you, but I just brought a bowl here today, and you can put in your 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 change. Now, what we're going to do is at during the the, the final song. Um, that the that the worship team is going to going to uh, participate in, going to lead us in. We're going to try to drown them out with the sound of coins. Now, what if you didn't bring any coins? Well, you may have brought the paper stuff, and that works. That works too. And we'll we'll keep we'll keep, and you know I had some people at the earlier service saying, I've got a quart jar full of pennies. I don't know what to do. I said, bring them. So, bring them next week as well. Each week we're gonna we're gonna do we're just gonna uh, celebrate what comes in for this penny drive. And uh, if you if you'd like to participate, you don't have any cash. You got some of the paper stuff. Just pick up the mic and go cha-ching. <laughs> okay, we'll do that during the during the uh, uh, last hymn. And Jerry. You are the official bowl carry-arounder person. All right. Okay. So it'll be right here when we start the, the first or we'll start the last hymn. Now, before we do that, just one more reminder. A little boy caught a toad. And as he was holding the toad, the toad surprised him by talking to him. The toad said, Kiss me and I'll turn into a beautiful princess. The boy studied the toad for about a minute, then took the toad and put it in his pocket. The toad said, hey, how come you didn't kiss me? The boy said, I'd rather have a talking toad than a princess any day. <laughs> well, you may be a princess, or you may be a talking toad, but God loves each and every one of us, and we all matter to him. Warts and all, folks. Why? Because God demonstrates his own love for us 
in this, that while we were sinners, Jesus Christ died for us. Why did he die for us? Because you matter. And because he died for us, let's live for him. Okay? Let's pray. Lord God, I thank you and I praise you for your great love for us. So great that you're willing to send your son into the world. Help us to respond to that love with our lives. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Because Christ died for us, we'll live for him. Let's stand. And proclaim, I believe. I believe in the sun. I believe in the risen one. I believe I share your faith with someone who needs love, forgiveness, or hope. Point them toward God. Let him save them as he is saving you. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and the people of God, shout it. Amen. Amen.